Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to Centurion Leadership Battalion. We're so happy that you're joining us again for another CLB podcast. This is your host, Elena. We have Justin on with us to hop into another awesome Q&A leadership question. Hi, Justin. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you today, Elena? Doing good. I'm excited to dive into this question and just keep pouring into all the leaders that are listening to our podcast. It's been really awesome to see the amount of people that have been listening and downloading, and we love to see that grow. If you can share this on your social media or with a leader in your life or someone you think would benefit from what we're sharing, that would be awesome. You can also leave us a review or DM us over on Centurion Leadership Battalion on Instagram or Facebook. Any leadership questions that you would like us to answer for you? Our first question of the day is going to be, what is the importance of accountability in leadership? Oh, that's awesome topic. Um, I love this. So also thank you, Elena, for introducing everyone. Also, I hope, I think this podcast is right after New Year's. Um, so happy New Year's to everyone um, and happy holidays. Hope everyone had safe and awesome holidays. We obviously love everyone listening in. Our downloads are going up and we're starting to see some international followers. So that's pretty cool for this podcast. Um, and um, Justin, the Food Entrepreneurs continues to grow as well as Scavenzology. And so um, thank you guys very much. So accountability, why is it important in leadership? It's an interesting thing because um, <clears throat> I often find that when I'm leading a team, you know, or I see other people lead a team, especially um, uh, new leaders, they get very much into noticing patterns and trying to fix them quickly. One and two is, is, they, if patterns have developed over time, they're very quick to think it's the other people in the pattern. They're not looking at the actual accountability to themselves. So what, what it, why is accountability important in leadership? You can't hold someone else accountable unless you're accountable yourself to yourself. Um, and it's very interesting. I used to coach girls and boys soccer. I had boys from like, they were five until almost till 14 and girls I had from 12 until 18 around the same time. And it was always interesting to me when the parents would come to me and talk about the problems of their kid on the field and why I'm not correcting them. When the reality is, is you could clearly see that there was an accountability issue with the parent that they weren't modeling something different. They were modeling exactly the way that child was behaving on the field. And so it's like, okay, well, I can battle, the, I can work with the child and get them to change, but 
I can battle this. This is your thing, you know, on the field, my thing, like the child doing it or not doing it, like who's accountable for what as a coach, am I accountable for fixing what goes on your household? No, but as a coach, am I, am I responsible for making that human the best human possible they can be by the time I'm with them? Yes. I have to be accountable to that. Am I accountable to how a person's raised in their home? No, but am I accountable to do whatever I can to any person I meet to grow them, to make them a better person, whatever their endeavor and say it's on the soccer field. It was about making them well-rounded humans also. That's the accountability part. So I use that only as a definition because if you want to see what's going on with their child or you want to see what's going on with an employee or a team member or your relationship with a parent, like it's, like you have to be accountable for yourself. I'm not saying when you're accountable to yourself, your relationships get better. Um, it takes two. So it takes two people being accountable, so on and so forth. But I will say that your place in the relationship gets better. Your confidence in the relationship gets better. Your side of the street is clean. You know, you can go into the relationship more confidence if you've been more accountable and you've had more self-reflection. And the same is true in leadership. If I've having myself accountable along the way, I can have the confidence to know and back up the things that I'm saying or the things that I'm standing by. Because if I don't, and I'm not accountable to the core values or the things that I'm saying for other people to do, they'll quickly see that I'm a preacher of higher ideals for others. And higher ideals for others doesn't last long in leadership unless you suddenly take on fear tactics. So... I don't know. What are your thoughts, Elena? I mean, accountability wise, I mean, I'd say as an entrepreneurial minded person, you hold yourself pretty accountable every day. I think that in order to be an entrepreneur or really to do anything, you have to have a certain level of accountability for yourself because without that accountability, you're never going to get things done because you don't have someone, especially if you are, you know, an entrepreneur or whatever you may be, you don't have someone looking over your shoulder all day telling you, make sure you get this done and make sure you get this done and don't forget to get this done, all those things. So I think you have to be accountable to yourself in order to get, you know, those things that need to be done taken care of. Um, and if you don't get things done, you don't get things taken care of, that's only falling back onto you, especially if you're a leader and you're leading a team or you are a, you know, manager, whatever it may be for you. If you have people looking up to you and looking to you for direction, but you're not, you know, leading them in the way that they need to go and you're not even leading yourself, you can't expect the people beneath you to be committed or to be driven or to be hard workers or to really get anything done or master any tasks uh, because you're not holding yourself accountable. I agree 100%. I think it's just one of those things that accountability is one of those things that are extremely contagious. If And if you don't, and I'm not talking about talking about it, or I'm not talking about see how accountable I am. The minute you start marketing it, you lose accountability. That's the weird part about it. You don't market accountability. You just have to be accountable. And, um, and your employees will be more accountable the more that you're accountable. And if they aren't, then 
it's a different situation and you have to look at yourself. And if they aren't accountable to themselves, then that's a coaching thing that they need to be accountable to themselves. It's not accountable to you or to the job or whatever, because honestly, any person that goes into a job is going to be accountable to a job or accountable to a boss or whatever. The thing is, is how do you get that person to be accountable to themselves? That's the thing. And it doesn't matter what they're accountable for thereafter when you're accountable for yourself and you've modeled it and you have the ability to do that as a human and lead yourself in accountability, the pieces start to fall in line for you. You're more accountable to work out. You're more accountable to be on work on time. You're more accountable to lead. You're more accountable to your children to spend more time with them. You're more accountable to not wasting time. Um, things like that. But it takes oddly the being selfish really. And I know we're in this give outwardly love and, and self love and all that, but I'm also, I'm talking about generally selfishly accountable, like, okay, sorry. No, I can't eat that. No friend. I'm not going to have a drink. I'm trying to stick to a diet. I'm being accountable to myself. No friend. I exercise twice a day, I can't go out for happy hour. No, no matter how much you pressure me. No, no, I'm not having dessert. I know how good it is. I know that I do it every year. No, that's when you're accountable to yourself. When that happens, when you can draw a clear boundary or fortress around what's beneficial for you, and it's not hurtful to someone else, right? I'm just saying no, I'm not. My no I get it. Their feelings might be hurt. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're not going to try my cake. But the reality is, is that's me saying no. And if they're upset, that's their thing. That's not me being doing something mean. That's not doing anything. That's me being accountable. Mm-hmm. And, and we have trouble with that right there where that line gets blurred. And accountable is truly that. And we have influences that we lose accountability on a regular basis and everyone is watching subconsciously subconsciously every human mind is calculating that is this person going to have my back are they gonna are they going to leave me are they going to protect me and right along it it comes from the accountability and it's often people are like oh it has everything to do with lying and truth Yes, some of that's accountability, but more so than not, the action of doing what you say you're going to do overrides everything else. And I'm not saying you should be a dishonest human or a liar or whatever, but I, we get very focused on truth and dishonesty. But, and it's important, don't get me wrong, you want to be a truthful, honest human. But what I am saying is that what's important is that our actions are leading us forward and how we get there. Sometimes I lie to myself all the time. Like I'm going to be honest, like in my head, I'm driving around 50 fucking sports cars. You know, I'm imagining a house. I'm lying to myself every day. Of course I am. That's what the dream is. I'm imagining myself with something more. It is a lie. It has not happened yet. That's the point of the dream. It's okay. And that's okay to do that to yourself to hold yourself accountable. But when I'm saying, okay, I want this dream and I'm creating this, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm feeling it because I want the vision. I'm not lying to myself. Okay. It is, you know, some people are like, Oh God, that's never going to happen. And be honest with yourself. You keep that dream is too big. Be honest with yourself. Well, let me say you're not lying to yourself. So we get very confused when other people try to hold us accountable 
that's not being accountable of yourself. So what is leading and accountability? It's honestly just being accountable for you first. Um, and, and then coaching the people that you lead on your team or your children or whoever that you can influence in a positive way or, or be influenced by also, if it's a joint, um, relationship, I guess coaching is one way. Mentorship is mutual. Um, I think by definition and, um, so what does that look like? You know, how do you hold each other accountable in relationships? That's like a mentorship relationships, like marriages and stuff. There really should be looked at as mentorship. You are trying to grow each other to also grow your children or a legacy or whatever it is that you're leaving behind. And it is a mentorship of each other and like parenting and love and kindness and accountability. And so that's what I'm saying. But in order to be in a relationship, like if you're holding the other person accountable all the time, you don't have a very good relationship and you probably don't have a very good quality of life because you're so focused on the other person. I want to touch so. on something that you, that you said back when you were explaining accountability and what it really means to be accountable to yourself. You were talking about when you feel peer pressure or you are exposed to, to pressure to fall off of your goals or, you know, go to the bar or, you know, skip the workout and come do this fun thing. Um, I want to talk about, do you think that has something to do with more than just accountability? Because I think you can be accountable to yourself, but it's really hard to be accountable unless you have a bigger vision or dream for your life. Um, I think, you know, it kind of just reminds me being back in college, for example, and the thing people want to do in college is party and have a good time. And granted, you know, my first two years of college before I started my business or first year and a half, I should say, I was kind of in that same mindset until I was exposed, you know, to the right opportunities, to the right people, and really just deciding that I wanted more for my life and I wanted things to be different for me. You know, I was in that same kind of headspace, but just because I changed and I, you know, adopted this new vision for my life and these new goals, and I was around these new people who were, you know, entrepreneurs and working hard and, you know, I was learning from them, but I still had these people that I had been friends with for so long that are like, oh, just skip, you know, the gym today, or why do you need to do this meeting? Like, let's just go grab a drink. Like all, you still have all these people and all these voices, right. In your life. And I think for me, it would have been really hard to say no, because I, it was the new normal. Like it was normal for me to tell people, no, I'm not doing this because I have to do this. And it wasn't because I, I felt like I was holding myself back from experiences or ha holding back from having fun. It was because my life, I just knew I wanted it to move in a different direction and you can't keep the same, you know, day-to-day -day life, the same routines, the same habits and expect your life to be different. So it was not just accountability is what I'm trying to say. It was also just this dream and vision I had for myself. And I knew that what I would sacrifice, you know, whether I be a night out or it be skipping a meeting to go do something fun, whatever it was, that sacrifice was worth it to me because I knew the end goal. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I want to talk about something, Elena, that you said. Um, and this is where we've really got to think about why we do things and being accountable to ourselves. And I'm going to pull the strings out of something really quick. There is a generation of parenting that for every reason 
felt that marriage was no longer fun and independence and whatever. So they very much put into their children that you need to go to college and have as much fun as you can before you get married and have children. And they very much put on this emphasis in society that all the fun is had before you have children and get married. Right. Like I can even feel it. I know it was a generational thing. I feel it even as I'm talking about it. Like my head's like, oh, no, this is what's what, what everyone told you that was the right thing. But my head is over the years. I have to say, no, that's not right. That's wrong. That's not doing what it is. It's really the it's backwards and it's wrong. Like your all of your fun is in your like. 18 to 22, four years of a hundred year possible lifespan now. It's just, and then the next possible enjoyment is retirement when you're done working, you know, and even that most people retire and then they lose purpose and then it's not very good from there. And so why do we do it? We see that it's wrong. We see holding ourselves accountable in this way to have fun in our earlier years. We see we see that holding ourselves accountable to have fun only when we retire is a really bad thing for humans. You know, societies, there's societies out there in Europe that have started to figure this out, that have the wealth to, and the lesser populations to balance some of this out. But it is the truth. Like, here's the thing. Life is about not hitting 100% speed five days a week. It's about 80% pushing yourself forward seven days a week. And if you look at it again, we've explained it. It's like, and they were points. I, it would be 500 points, five days a week or 560 points for 80% or 80 points for seven days a week. And I still have 20%, 20 of my day for my kids. If I looked at it as I got a point for each percent spent and I win. At the end of the day, I win. I, I get more time at work, and I spend more time with my family compoundingly. So that's, that's sort of what we're saying. So in being accountable in what generation suit, and to answer your question, and I'm going to dance around this a little bit, is the fun is had during the journey. You don't need to go out and do it all in college and, and there's all this pressure and I think we're wrapped up into it and it feels comfortable and we get very secure and it's the right thing to do to go experience it and go have relationships and go explore ourselves. I agree with all of it. However, I think we do it in a way that we don't know how to be accountable to ourselves um, and I don't think we teach it in parenting very well. We do very much, a parent teaches us to be accountable to school, to our homework, to their rules, to whatever, but there's a lot of lack of self-accountability for kids, um, chores, stuff like that. I just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't come out as much and it's no one's fault. It's the whole, like, don't be accountable right now. Wait until you work. Don't be accountable now. Just enjoy school and enjoy your friends. You know, that's, and then what happens, like, oh my God, why, why isn't life successful at 30 years old? Well, life is a, literally this, whatever I do now doesn't echo until five years from now. It, like it's true and true. Everyone says it. I know it's cliche. It is true and true all the way through. So why waste the time? 
and not be accountable now. So yes, Elena, to the point, I think there's a generational thing where everyone sees college as the the last fun time you're going to have and all this experimentation and all that. But um, if you're truly accountable yourself, it's a lifetime of experimentation, just being honest, because how are you going to grow otherwise? And it's not just college and the ability to say no so you can experiment in your own growth that actually grows you is the utmost accountability. And there's no way that you can ask other people to be accountable and have them actually learn accountability by just forcing them to be accountable to you or to your business or to their school or to their homework. And there, it has to be more. And everyone's like, oh, well, how do you do that, Mr. Smarty Pants? I don't, I don't know. It depends on the personality of your kid. It depends on the personality of your team members. But, I, but it is an accountability thing. The way that I hold myself accountable is going to be different than the way Elena holds herself accountable. Mm-hmm. And so, but I do think that one of the things that we need to get through that's bred into particularly the United States generation general into generations is this need to have all this fun and partying in college. Like life can't be a constant party of fun and spending time with friends and doing things and, and growing together. And then on the other note that you said, which it took me a long time to um, which is why I lost my train of thought before is that because this really hit me hard is it took me a long time it took me 30 years of my life and then it took me like like kind of in a weird daze for about three of the years after where i fully were able to fully pull the strings out of this and it's unfortunate i was like 33 years old when i fully understood this but it was like the the friends that try to pull you away from things or when you say, you know, no, or I want to work out or there's the guilt trip or the spouses or the friends, like I'm just saying, be careful. Those love is not pulling you away from accountability. Right. And if it's, if you're religious and Christian and, and you believe in love, you will see that love is also accountability to yourself. And so like all the way through, we can't grow as humans. And, and right now in this time where there's so much accountability to wear masks and vaccinate or not vaccinate or whatever, I would say more to vaccinate. I'm just saying that would it, are we being accountable to someone else? Are we being accountable to ourselves? Um, are we being accountable to making sure everyone's healthy? What is it truly that we're doing it and how much are we being accountable and what is it that we're being accountable for? What makes us feel good about our own accountability? And so I'm not arguing mass or no mass. I'm not going to have the argument and, or that that's not for here right now. But what I am asking is, how do we hold our account how do we hold ourselves accountable if there weren't the mandates if there wasn't someone else holding us accountable how would we hold ourselves accountable honestly how much more would we or less would we hold ourselves accountable truly if we had to hold ourselves accountable if we weren't being mandated by the government that's 
a prime example for me for homework for someone to be like, oh, how would I do it? How would I detach it? If, I, if the government wasn't forcing me to be accountable, how would I be accountable? That's true in everything. If someone isn't forcing me to go to work, how would I go to work? How would I be accountable? Because it changes this perspective. If I'm now accountable for it, I'm like, shit, I better not only go in, but I better deliver more. Because now I'm accountable for it. Now I feel bad if I don't get it done. Now I realize that I'm letting down the team also. Like I have my accountability, my side of the street, the part that I need to keep clean. It doesn't matter if my teammates keeping their side dirty. I got to do what I need to do, live my life right, do the right things, lead properly, grow. I didn't know if that answered your question on the college thing. Elaine and I certainly made the same mistake. I spent more time partying, especially in the first two years before I balanced out and, and found accountability to myself. Just because there wasn't that. And while growing up a farm and learning accountability, I didn't, um, I didn't have accountability to myself when I didn't have a million chores to do. Like if I didn't have things to do that were obvious, I suffered from my own accountability. And that's the truth. And like I said, even that little bit of accountability was that very threshold of how you do one thing, you do everything. And like I said, I suffered accountability with my friends and holding myself accountability and saying no until like literally I was 30. And then there was a, you know, it was like going through a fog of untraining my mind for about three years. And everyone talks about brain fog and how fast you get rid of it. Your mind brain fogs on certain things when you're going through something hard or a change or you're growing, there is fog, period. I don't know how else to explain. Everyone's like, I need clarity in my mind, whatever. No, there's a reason you're trying to get through a complex situation and your mind and your brain is restructuring itself to grow because you're growing. So no kidding, there's fog. It's in the process of growing. It's not complete yet. A road doesn't look like a road while it's being built. It looks foggy, right? It doesn't look clear. So that's, um, that's what I'm saying. So if you want to hold yourself accountable, just hold yourself accountable and realize that you're going to have moments where your mind isn't clear. It's part of when it's growing and rebuilding in your brain because it is a living tissue and it is a living thing that grows and, and builds new connective tissues and things like that. So, or whatever you want to call them. I don't know the scientific term. Neural pathways, I think is the Yeah. There you go. Neural pathways. Thank you. Yeah, I, that's why I have Elaine around. She was in college a, a lot less. She rem still has the college years behind her. I twenty years ago. I although we weren't talking about neural pathways back yeah. then. I'm reading a book right now that talks about neural pathways and why we get stuck in you know the thought cycles that we get stuck in, and it's all about your brain and self development kind of intertwined, which is like my favorite thing because I was originally a psych major before I changed over to business and marketing. So I love psychology, but I also love self-development. So it's a really, really interesting book. Um, and it talks about how we think two hours of unwanted intrusive thoughts every single day. And we create these pathways in our brain. And that's where our bad habits come from. That's where, you know, your self-sabotage, your negative self-talk comes from because you're thinking it over and over and over, even if it's an intrusive thought. 
just because you don't want to think it doesn't mean your, you know, your brain, just like you were saying, it has tissues and you form these pathways in your mind and you really have to put in so much effort to, to reroute those and to build new neural pathways. And it's a really interesting book, but if you think about, you know, two hours a day of intrusive thoughts, that's, if you're only awake for however many days or hours you sleep, so you, know, you have 24 hours a day, subtract the time you're sleeping, maybe eating, maybe on the phone, you know, still two hours is a huge part of your day. Um, and if you're thinking these thoughts, it's going to be hard to, to move forward towards, you know, whatever you're working on or your goals or to hold yourself accountable when you have these neural pathways, you know, forged into your mind. So I think it's really important, like, you were sharing to surround yourself with people, look at, you know, your circle and how they interfere with you holding yourself accountable, but also to listen to your thoughts and listen to how you talk to yourself and see if you are, you know, part of the reason you can't stay accountable if that's something that you're struggling with. And I agree with you, Elaine. I think that's why vision boards and, and things like that, and not only putting vision boards for materialistic things, but what you want in your relationships, what you want for your children, <clears throat> you know, not necessarily pushing your dreams on them, but I'm talking about their wanting to be happy. Um, and you can do that through visualization. I know it seems like, oh, it's not a material. How do I visualize that? Well, you can visualize that no matter what the choices are that they make, that you make sure that they can make choices that make them happy and that are fulfilling their dreams. And that's, you know, that's sort of accountability. You know, how do I do things like that? How am I more accountable in to others. Um, really, if I want to be accountable to someone else, like I said, um, it's helping them grow. If I want to be accountable to someone else, I do what I say I'm going to do. And um, if I'm going to be accountable to someone else, I start with being accountable to myself. So thank you, Elena. I appreciate it. The question is a good topic. Yeah, I think that we had a really really successful conversation. I hope this will help someone and please feel free to leave any, you know, questions or comments for us over on Instagram or in your review. We'd be happy to, to talk with you. Awesome. Thank you everyone.